We're going, we don't need roads. of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Yes, I'm Sean Macy, and sitting across from me is my movie wife, Jason McDonald. <laughs> Hello, world. How are we doing out there? Good to be back. That's right, yes. We are, we're actually coming out of um, McManor today. Yeah, Studio 2. Studio 2. Um, and I love right in the corner here. We should take a picture. I've got a big Conor McGregor standee yeah. with the... Uh, you can remind me, what's the hockey movie again? Hoon? Uh, Goon? Goon. Goon. Goon 2. Goon the, 2. The last of the enforcers, yeah. Is that with Sean William Scott or is he in the first one? Uh, both. He's in both. Oh, he's yeah. in both. Yeah, yeah cool. Leave, leave Shriver. So Conor McGregor is wearing the Goon 2 hockey jersey, which yeah. is kind of apt, I think. Yeah, and he's uh, he's finally up and fighting Khabib. Yes. I, yeah. I have no idea who this guy is. Um, October 6th. He's um, I'm watching it. 26 and 0. Khabib, twenty six <laughs> yeah. and zero, yeah. and how many knockouts? Do you know? Well, he's actually not really a knockout artist. He's a wrestler, and uh, he just ground and pounds. He takes you to the floor, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty amazing. He used to. Um, he's he's uh, legend or myth goes. He used to wrestle bears as a kid. You know. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, if you're a first time listener to this show, we uh, we actually talk about movies and entertainment, not just <laughs> UFC. But Jason is a is a huge UFC fan, um, so uh, I, I tend to try um, my best to keep up. Uh, and you at do. least with Conor McGregor being in into it, back into it, helps a lot. Yeah, he's very watchable, right? Love yeah. or hate him, he's a lot of fun. So uh, I just thought you know today, let you know we're going to go through a little bit of news uh, as. As we always do, of course. And we're going to look at, uh, hey, that's in my top five. We're going to look at Tom Cruise films. Oh, why is that? With Mission Impossible <laughs> 6 that just come out. Yay! And uh, we're certainly going to get into that a little bit, I think, uh, this episode. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to look at, um, of course, uh, and I was drunk when I wrote this, Two Drunk Buckets and a Guy. <laughs> segment's actually called uh, Two Drunk Guys and a Bucket. <laughs> but to be fair, once we get to that point, generally it's Two Drunk Buckets. <laughs> so how many buckets do we have? Two. <laughs> yeah. And one of us has to leave the room. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, that's when we take a word, uh, a random word, and uh, just sort of riff off it using our you know, video store uh, nostalgic minds. Now, speaking of video stores. Yes. Am I correct in saying we may only be a week or two away from our video store episode? You are correct uh, on the record date. Um, in terms of how we're going to sort out the crap that we'll probably talk about, uh, it might take a that couple months. That could take a month, <laughs> yeah, to edit through. Yeah. No, you're right. We're, we're bringing in um, two other guys that we used to work with at, uh, at, <clears throat> at the video store when the video stores were everything. Like, yeah. what did you do on a Friday, Saturday night? You, you went to the, the video store. The video store. In your pajamas. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've, we've got one guy flying in from Queensland. Yeah. Someone coming in from Sydney. Yep. It's gonna be huge. 
Huge. Yeah, I, I can't wait. It's uh, going to be a trip down memory lane. And uh, for those of you who never had the luxury of walking the video store shelves, um, you'll probably learn a thing or two about a thing or two. That's true. Like I, VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, are, what are they? No. Um, the, the great thing uh, I believe about this episode, it'll probably, and I said most likely, be our funniest yet. Uh, no, well, it would be got hilarious to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are there are lots of stories there that mm. are quite hilarious. Oh, yeah. There are some that are going to be a bit more personal. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But you know, we're going to go into uh, and delve into the world of um, of what, what what we were thinking while you were renting from us. Yes. You know how we would break you down. We're basically psychologists uh, at the level that we had to be. And we, yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get into that, right? Yeah, yeah we're going to get into it. Yeah. But we also uh, answer the age-old question of who is cooler, a cinema worker or a video store worker? Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, uh, and also the, one of the last things I'll, I'll probably talk about is um, I'll give you a couple of robbery stories. Oh, we're going to go there, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I know that um, that somebody else, Damo, wants to go into to one of those. Okay. So, right. um, so Gosh. I'm not going to go into all of mine. Um, I've got six stories that I could go into uh, at the store. I'm going to stick to probably my top three. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one of those too. So, okay, I can join in on <laughs> yes, that conversation. Brilliant. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've got a whole segment just yeah. based around robberies. How bad's that? Um, but uh, that that is is any store worker, any retail store oh, worker, yeah. in your yeah, especially uh, in standalone sites or stores. You know, you're just open to it. Yeah. But anyway, so we'll we'll go into that uh, to you know because every good um, comedy, every good dramedy, drama comedy. Every good dramedy has its highs and has its lows. And then you hit them with a punchline. <laughs> and that's what we're going to have. Like I was um, naked when they robbed me. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should mention that one of the guys joining us, Damo, was actually the 21st century man. On what does Today that mean, Sean? FM with Kyle and Jackie O back in the day. Yeah. Number one radio station yeah. back then. The um, I think it was a uh, drive home time, wasn't it? Wasn't it the afternoon show they had? Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. He'll, he'll be able to tell us all about that. Yeah. He was a celebrity for five minutes. For five minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But, uh, man, what have you been up to? What's going on? Well, you know, I've been up to a lot, bro. I've been working on my house a lot, doing a lot of work around the house. And, uh, yeah, but I've just been really, um, one thing's been on my mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't like it when you when you say that. Okay, I feel you've kept something back from me the last couple of weeks. No, well, see, we've we've seen uh, two movies together in the last week, correct? At the at the cinema. <laughs> we have. Yeah. yeah. Now, um I, my the listeners and I have got together and we I spoke to them during the week uh, via email. <laughs> is this about my popcorn eating or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and we all agreed that we should do an intervention because <laughs> I'm really concerned. Now, for those of you who are avid listeners, you'll know that Sean loves his popcorn uh, at the movies, right? Yeah. But yeah. I sat there and watched your habits during both films. I didn't watch Mission Impossible <laughs> at all, actually. I was just looking at That's you That's why you had to see time. it the second time. You missed it the first time. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so what Sean does is he um, he gets a large popcorn and Coke. Is it Coke? Yeah, generally Coke, yeah. yeah. generally Coke. Large Coke as well, Unless right? someone has a creaming soda, but no one ever serves creaming soda. <laughs> okay. 
And uh, we all know that he won't share his popcorn. We've had that story before on the podcast, and that's fine. I kind of, I kind of get that. I you share, know. I share with my wife. Okay, well, and, that, and my children. Yes, and I get that as well, right? But your, my concern is that the habit of uh, the popcorn eating is actually becoming a little bit of an addiction, and I'm concerned that you're actually going to see a movie yeah. just so you can have the popcorn. Yeah. I remember when I used to uh, smoke many yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. I would... Um, I almost forgot that you uh, smoked. Yeah, yeah. I, I did yeah. for a long time. But I used to actually crack open a drink of alcohol beer or whatever it was just so I could have a smoke. <laughs> It was like, you know what I mean? It was a weird kind of you yeah. know, paradigm. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm, I'm concerned that you're um, you're going to the movies just so you can have your fix. Now, it, came, it became very evident to me. I did this on purpose. We, um, uh, Sean invited me to see a movie on like it was a Monday night. And I said, listen, mate, I can't make it. But how about we do it um, Tuesday morning? And Sean was wonderful enough to say, yep, no problem. I'll make things move and we'll do Tuesday That's morning. That's what I do. Yeah, it's what you do, right? Yeah. So here we are at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. And now my habits on a Tuesday morning is I'll grab a coffee. I think I had like a bacon and egg burger or something, you know. And I walked into the movies with my coffee, very happy, you know. If it was a Monday night, I would have probably had uh, a water and maybe something in the chips or something like that, right? But he walks in on a Monday, Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. with his large popcorn and large Coke. Now, I don't know about you guys out there, but if I'm having, you know, I don't eat chocolate before midday, for example, <laughs> and a large popcorn and a large Coke is not something I'd be having at 10 a.m. in the morning. And this is where I really felt that I want to have this intervention on the podcast. <laughs> and we've all, we all agree, <laughs> all of us listeners agree yeah. that um, we, ju- well, we just want to talk about it with you. That's fine. Look, you know that I've um, I've admitted to you privately that it's it, it, it's an addiction. <laughs> oh, this wasn't meant to be on air. Uh, no. uh, it is. It is something that um, it is, I, I love the process of watching um, a film with popcorn and a coke. I just the, the two go hand in hand for me. Yeah. Um, I've in the past I've tried to go into a film like. With saying actively walking into the, um, the, the actual big cinema, I'm not going to get it today. But that'd be like saying to a stoner, like a, a, a bong and a Mars bar go hand in hand together. No, but I'm just saying I, I, I'm not going to do it. I've walked with you at one point going, I'm not going to do it today, man. I'm going to be really good yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as I walk in and uh, that smell hits Association. me. Association, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, really, what's so bad about it? So I'll do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. You know, I mean, I know that I love it, but I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> oh, look, you are not hurting anyone. <laughs> no. But a and box of popcorn twice I'm, a week. I'm also really like, uh, so there's, for instance, the second film. There's in popcorn, right? The second film, your, your wife was sitting next to me. Yes. Right? So I didn't eat my popcorn whenever there wasn't an action scene. <laughs> She probably wouldn't even know, right? But How'd that's you the feel beauty of that? it. The beauty of it is that I stop when it would become obvious of me raising my arm and shoveling it into my face. <laughs> so, what are you saying to us that you can stop? No, in I don't. Moment, I don't momentary... know. I don't, I don't know if I could. Okay. Uh, I, I find it very difficult to head into a film without having popcorn. Okay. Okay. Well, I think. Um, 
I'd like to know whether this is good for you or not, like a, a box of popcorn with yeah. all the salt. Is that good? I don't know. Maybe um, it's okay. No, what? Again, with everything in life, it's about moderation. Yes. So my main concern about popcorn was what's it, what's it doing to my teeth? Right, okay. So yeah. I've asked multiple dentists as I've you know, gone along because I had problems early on in my life with some you know, stuff. Yep. Yep. Uh, or came from the video store, tune into the video store episode. We'll talk about that with a little <laughs> pick and mix. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but they, um, they, were all, they all have assured me you know, independently that uh, popcorn won't do anything to my teeth unless, of course, you hit the kernels and... Forever. So I've changed my biting habits, you know. Are you interested in this? You want to keep going? <laughs> well, no, I want to know when you have your last blood test, what were your sodium levels like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Right, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I have a, I do a number ones, I have a number twos, and I also do a number threes. <laughs> Just popcorn comes out of me. <laughs> oh, really? Anyway, look, I'm only messing, but um, there is a slight concern there. <laughs> That was very much a uh, addictive behaviour. But if that's the only thing <laughs> you're is. addicted to, bro, <clears throat> hey, and well I, done. I've kicked other things in the past. I used to love, and I wouldn't call it addiction maybe, but ice cream. And I'd go through Wait, tubs of ice cream throughout life. a week. Yeah. Uh, and I cold turkeyed that. Yeah. So I'm good with that stuff. Um, I've worked on crisps or chips. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked on that and that's that's pretty good. I'd say I'd probably go through maybe one packet every maybe two weeks to a month. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. What about everyone out there? Do you guys have addictions with uh, when you go to the movies? Do you have to have your uh, like chalk top? Exactly. I know I know one of my other great mates, Dickie, who's been on the podcast, he must have a, a, a Magnum pretty much every time, <laughs> every time. or or two. <laughs> oh, my God. Like well, he can't sit down without one. Like, yeah, it's a real. Well, there's two questions for you then. Uh, you know, we'll put this on our social media as a question, but if not right into yeah. us, you know, what, what are your addictions when you go to uh, anything around movies, but generally when you go to the cinema, are there certain things you have to do to, to get through, to get through the film? Yeah. <laughs> um, and as a bit of a, a, you know, B question, what's too early for popcorn? Oh, that is a great question. Cause I think 10 AM is far too early. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a time. 24 hours down, I'm, you know, Macca's 24 hours, <laughs> I'm open. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, me. probably too much time talking about popcorn. So what have you been up to? Well, mate, <clears throat> one of my shows uh, that I had worked on only for a couple of weeks is now on television, um, Little Big Shots. Oh, yeah, Little Big Shots. Season yeah, two, yeah. Shane Jacobson. Yeah. Uh, it's now on Sunday nights. I think it's 7 o'clock on Channel 7. Uh, and it just showcases the talents of young kids from around the world, I think up to about 12 years old. Um, yeah, I, I, bit, I did about two weeks of casting on that, but I don't think that any of my, there's a lot of people casting. I don't think I got anyone through. Oh, so okay. I don't think anyone's uh, on there from, from me and I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I saw they, they got that little, uh, Bruce Lee imitator on, yeah. uh, yeah. Game of Death. He has Game of Death running in the background and he's doing the exact moves of Bruce, Bruce Lee. Yeah. And, and he's like six or seven. That's amazing. And that's brilliant, you know, and I'll never speak ill will of, uh, you know, shows that I've worked on, um, but I've seen that kid do that on YouTube. And oh, 100%. Things. So they're really just pulling him out just to showcase. Yeah, exactly. It's showcase, and, and it's yeah. about the, the Shane Jacobson interaction with him. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully there's something there. I, have, I haven't seen it yet, but um, I'm sure it'd be good. Last season was quite good. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, um, and Shane Jacobson's a lovely guy. Too. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he seems it. Um, 
so <laughs> I went to a dinner. I went to a dinner out uh, near the cross, King's Cross, famous place in um, Sydney, Australia. Well, well, it was until the uh, lockout laws. <laughs> sure, yeah. And uh, had, had a great dinner out there. And I was meeting up with uh, some people I used to work with at Warner Brothers and Village Roadshow. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that's Tony. Actually, Tony has, we've interviewed him because he's a filmmaker yep. uh, on this. And he's also joined me for one of the episodes. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I worked with Tony there at Warner. And through him, I met a lot of his friends. One of those being... Um, uh, Jules. Jules is a voiceover artist and you would have heard her if you're alive, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you turn on a radio, anytime you turn on the TV for commercials, things like that, her voice is narrating something. So she's you know uh, really big in that industry. So she was there. Um, uh, another guy named Pete, he produces with Tony uh, yep. and then also produces other things um, in his own right. Peter, yep. Yep. Uh, and Georgie uh, Ravulo. And the reason I'll use his full name is because his uh, name is out there anyway hmm. um, as uh, a bit of, you know, a bit of a celebrity, yeah, I guess. You know, he was on um, a little bit on Fat Pizza, but he yeah. probably really showed up in like Swift and Shift Couriers and, and, you know, that crowd. Yeah. So he did that. And uh, I've gone and, you know, he's been in various um, uh, live shows at the Emerald Theatre and things like that. Uh, so he's anyway, a w- yeah. wonderful guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so he's a great guy. And... Uh, he um he's also a professor. Yes. Uh, so he, you know, he's a smart dude, yeah. <laughs> which is which is great. But forget all of that. Put all of that aside. He has one of the greatest afros yeah. going about. Um, certainly Sydney, maybe Australia, arguably the world. Yeah, even like he's got a fro that even Guy Sebastian would go, man, that's some fro. Oh yeah, back exactly. in the day yeah. of the fro, right? Yeah, this is a mature fro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, does he? How much time does he spend on it? I, you know, it's not something we talk about. Or is it natural? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's completely natural. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he spends like a load of time on it. Awesome. Um, but, uh, but anyway, the, the the beauty of it is, is that without fail, whenever you go out in public with him, whether someone recognizes him from TV or they they know him from his academic work because he's he's huge in in the area that he's in, and uh, if no one knows him from any of those things. They will still come up and quite awkwardly try and touch his hair without his permission. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. So we, here we are, sitting down, having dinner, all in conversation. Um, everyone else in the restaurant's left, but there's a bar downstairs below us. And for them to get out, they have to come back through um, the restaurant where we are. We've, we've been given permission to stay in a restaurant and basically sit there and drink and you know, be merry. Be merry, yep. Yeah. Uh, so a group of guys start walking out, four of them, three of them go out the, the door and the last guy, possibly the, the drunker of <laughs> the more inebriated of the, the four, stops and just starts fondling his afro. Yeah, again, you know, Georgie's dealt with this a lot, so he's able to handle it with a little bit of sarcasm, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're not pushing it too far. And the guy, honestly, is just saying things like, oh, man, it's the most amazing thing ever and, you know, whatever. Is it like a good Will Hunting moment where, where Will comes in and just kind of derails him and you know, and then eventually says, how about them apples? Yeah, kind of something like that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgie basically just turned around and he's like, oh, I never heard that before, mate. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so he starts getting in conversation. And you're probably wondering, well, why are we going into this right now? Well, it leads to one of the the best moments of my life, um, which is coming up. 
the three guys come back in. They all apologize for their friend touching the hair. And we get into conversation very quickly. And while that's going on, the, the inebriated the, turns to me and he double takes. <laughs> right? And he's like, man, you're, um, you're in that, uh, that movie. You're that guy. You're um, from Seth Rogen. I can't remember what movie you said, right? I, can't, I wish I could. I can't remember the movie. But I clearly, when he said it at the time, I re- remembered the actors in it. And so my mind started quickly going through who could he mean was there. And the only, there was only one that could come close. Everyone else was either female, black, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just nothing like me. And I'm like, do you mean um, James Franco? He's like, yes! Uh, uh, uh. Oh my God. <laughs> now, if you've never listened to no, the no, show no, 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 before, no. we've even had a segment on here, Franco's vs. Hamworth, yeah. uh, in our earlier days. Um, and also, I just, I just have a big um, fondness. Uh, you know, I, I really appreciate the work that, that Franco does. And uh, I think you've had too much popcorn one day and this is a dream that you've had. <laughs> Someone's recognised you as James Franco. You sure know. he didn't say it was Dave Franco? Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd accept it anyway, <laughs> but um, no, definitely James. And uh, I looked across the table at Tony because... Um, he he Tony, knows, yeah. And Tony knows this. Like, uh, he, he, would, he knows that I'll live off this for a while. Yeah. So he'll hate that. He hates that fact. Like, in a fun way, he hates that fact. Yeah. Um, so I looked across him. I'm like, well, I'll just call James Franco. And he, he just he just looked at me with a sigh. Just like, oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> this is going to go I'll on forever. I'll never hear the end of this. So for the rest of this episode, can you call me James? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's, that's a good story. And, and, and congratulations on your fame. Well, thank you very much. Um, to finish it off, we went and saw Mission Impossible the day after or two days after. You went to the bathroom after we saw the, 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 the movie yes. and I was left with um, your in-laws and <laughs> your wife. And I recounted this story to her and <laughs> the beauty of your wife is, uh, as you know, <laughs> uh, she's very much straight shooter. Yeah. And I told her that like, story. No filter. Yeah. yeah. And she just looked at me and went, James Franco. <laughs> you're like I you're kidding me aren't you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I felt like on top of the world and then basically she was just calling me the ugliest person so your person high only ever. lasted for two days until my wife put you right you know, straight <laughs> yeah, back down the road dragged me down yeah, to yeah. <laughs> anyway did she offer a uh, substitute you know oh yeah James Franco no. no no you're more like nothing it was just okay. you are not James Franco <laughs> and that's it get over yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, let's talk about movies and TV, shall we? Yeah, yeah. What do you watched? Uh, what have finished, you watched? I finished Glow season two. Oh yeah, nice little favorite of mine. I really liked that. It's good season two. Good, a good second season. Uh, I stopped not... on episode three and I haven't gone back, and I don't mm. know why. I did a little bit of that. It took me a while to get through it for some reason, but um, look, it's still fun. It's still fun. Uh, I also started nine one one, which is Ryan Murphy's new emergency drama. Yeah. On free-to-air television. Uh, and Ryan Murphy did um, O.J. Simpson. He did American Horror Story. Great TV producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm loving this show. <laughs> yeah, cool. I've got to get into so it. so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Uh, it's a little bit different than the, your usual Chicago PD and the like. I'm not having a go. No, I'm not. Um, I'm just giving that as a reference. Um, because it is a bit of a no-holds-barred, which is – that is what Ryan Murphy kind of stands for. Like when you watch American Horror Story, like my gosh, it's yeah. 
It's I'll, in your I'll, face. Uh, to you know, be right? fair to you and the show, I'll watch it before I comment about your link to Chicago PD. Okay. Uh, anyway, I loved it. Uh, I'm in. I'm only up to episode two, but I, I really enjoy it. Uh, and the only other TV I watch, I've started watching, which I think we should talk about together, yeah. is I've started watching uh, Australian Survivor Champions vs. Contenders, yes. which I'm sure you have as well. Now, uh, you probably watch sl- only slightly more reality television than I do. Yeah, yeah, I do I, watch a fair bit. Yeah, mainly because you're, uh, well, maybe not mainly, but because you've got, um, you know, a household full of um, yeah. girls, females. Girls. Yeah, and they enjoy that. Who enjoy that, yeah. 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 And uh, so you as a byproduct will watch it anyway. Yeah. Uh, not so much in my household. You know, I've got young kids, so I could tell you all about PJ masks and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, this show, Survivor, is Survivor Australia, is one that I'll, you know, I'll watch it day and date. Like, yeah. I'll let it tape and then I'll watch it directly after. No one wants the commercials. And what he means by when he says tape, he means like a DVR, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fox still I'll tape it. Yeah. Tape it, yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, and, and is it something the boys would even want to watch or they're not? They're, um, they did watch know? it with me the other night, but I feel it was just a way for them to stay up a little bit longer. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they enjoyed Ninja Warrior for the, an episode that I watched it. Okay. But, um, yeah, they're not really into that sort of stuff. Either. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so what are you thinking of the uh, season so far? Uh, so far I'm loving it. I, I love the, the whole champions versus contenders yeah. thing. Um, you know, and I don't care if you laugh at it, but, you know, if I had to put myself on one side of that, I'd like to say that mentally I'm slightly more on the champion side than I am the contenders side. <laughs> How does that work? Well, I've played to a very high level of sport. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, mean, I just wanted yeah. to get where your head was at. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, well, what, I, what I find interesting about this mix is the contenders have got a real beef, you know, chip on their shoulder yeah. going up against the champions, right? So they're just there to really prove themselves every time they have a challenge, which I get, you know. But what I'm also interested in is how the champions play the game long term. Because at the moment, the first couple of episodes, they're all kind of friendly, they're loving each other, because they're they're respectful champions, right? You know, yeah. uh, even though they're extremely competitive, um, they respect one another so much because they're in similar fields yeah. or you know, they've got to the top of each game, well, their game, yeah. that they have that mutual respect there, right? But I'm interested to see how they play the long game, because as a to be a champion, that's exactly what you got to do, right? Play the long game. Yeah. You know, be, do your craft for 10 years, become a master at it, and then you might be at some kind of level, that, you know. Shane Gould, who yes. is one of our Swim. champion swimmers, um, and she says, and I don't know if it's true, I haven't looked it up, but she said that she um, is probably the only woman to win five medals, maybe in Australia, maybe in the world, at one Olympics. Do you know that she was 15 when she did that? Yeah, wow. She quit the year after has never gone back to competitive. That's crazy. So yeah. she could have gone on to another two Olympics after that. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, possibly. It's crazy, right? Um, so that, that that's interesting that she did that at 15. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I just thought I want to get your – I'm going to go run through these. I want to get your quick thoughts. You probably don't know names of everyone yet, right? Uh, we'll go for it. If I said Anita? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Benji? 
Yeah. Uh, well, you know Brian. He's the AFL guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damien, who's the um, amputee. The yep. Uh, yep. Um, I, basically, all of those people. I don't think. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't think they're gonna win. Fenella Heath. Heath is a seven foot. Yep. Dude. Uh, Jackie, Jenna, Lydia, Matt, Rogers, Matt, Moana. Monica, Paige, Robbie, Russell, Samuel's the astrophysicist, Shane Gould, Sean, Shoney, Steve K, Steve W. Oh, yeah, so Steve Willis I've worked with oh, yeah. and lived with and spent time uh, with him up there. Not of that course, he would, yeah, yeah. He would never remember me. I was eight years ago now. Yeah, you're talking about Biggest Loser or? Yeah, Biggest Loser, yeah, yeah. We're in Northern Territory up there. Uh, and I can attest that he's an absolutely lovely yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tegan and Zach. So the problem here, folks, is that Jason's probably about two, maybe three episodes behind me, so I can't talk too much about it because Zach is the one that I want to talk about. Um, and there's no reason, doesn't lead to anywhere, it's just his attitude. Which one, Zach, again? Uh, he is the, like, one of the big beefcake. On the contenders. On the contenders, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just his attitude, and it gets worse. yeah. Yeah, because um, he's he's becoming a, I guess he's becoming the alpha within the contenders. Is that correct? Yeah, and he has a real um, nasty attitude towards losing things. And, uh, um, so yeah, true he, colors are starting to. Yeah, and he has a bit of a misogynist point of view that's, um, that's leaking out that sort of stuff. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, do you know what I really like? Yeah. Sorry, and you might be able to comment a little bit further, but at the moment, I really like Moana, who. Um, or Moana. AFL chick. AFL yeah. girl, yeah. She's, I really like her she's at the great. moment. She's a real, real straight shooter. She's uh, growing up with, you know, 13 other kids or whatever. <laughs> you <laughs> know, had a pretty rough kind of upbringing um, and, and risen to the top within the girls' AFL. Yeah. She's the highest goal, goal scorer kicker last year or this, yeah. this season. You know, she's just a real, you know, go-getter. And, but she's also kind of, uh, I don't know, from what in the early – thing that I've seen so far, she's also quite kind of nice, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She goes about it in a moral moral way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Is, is she still on that track or what yeah. you're up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Really, really like her. Um, and her her relationship as uh, as it's coming on is with Matt Rogers, yep. sort of brother-sister thing. It's quite nice. Okay. Yeah. So I think you'll enjoy that. Yeah, cool. They were get yeah, they're getting close where I'm up to, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And um well I think we should have a little kind of regular Australian survivor update each uh app and just kind of Oh yeah. man, I'd love to, yeah. So our listeners should start watching her, I guess, unless you don't care, but then that's fine. <laughs> but if you do care and you want to watch it, we can um talk yeah. about it together openly. Well you might as well but that that that, that would necessitate you staying up to date. Yeah, well, like, as you said tonight, I didn't even realise it was on more than once a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching it all day Sunday. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't think that they, uh, in the past, have, have gone for almost every day. No. But uh, maybe they're doing it for the first week and then they'll lay yeah. off a little bit. To get people addicted. Yeah. Like your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> James. Give it up, man. James. James. Thank you. Where's the scene? I, I watched a few movies. Um, 
I watched The Dish, the great Australian movie, 2000, I think it was 2000, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Sam yeah. Neill. Say again? Yeah, Sam Neill. Sam Neill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and directed, uh, written and produced and directed by the Working Dog guys. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, uh, yeah he did a couple of hits around that time. And it's it's a, such a great Australian film, you know. It's um, about the uh, moon landing and how the our uh, biggest satellite in the southern hemisphere helped the um in parks mm, park <laughs> you know, sheep <laughs> station <laughs> helped uh the moon landing you know it was uh pretty cool anyway so, so watch that uh, again we've seen the heaps um uh my daughter and i watched psycho the original alfred hitchcock oh yeah so she hasn't seen it before yeah i've seen psycho a couple of times and i've seen the remake and i've seen bates motel like i, I really like the the story and um yeah, so she watched it for the first time, you know, it was the 60s, um, black and white, and she really enjoyed it. Good. And, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is Hitchcock, man. Every frame is, means something, you know. It's, they really do stand up a yeah, lot of these films. I'd love to do. see Birds again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only because that f- relies on a little bit of special effects. Yeah. So whether that ruins how it stands up. but Not sure. North by Northwest wasn't ruined by the plane flying over them and looking very green screeny because no, not at all. just, you know. So intriguing, but there's actually um, it's amazing. Other than the twist, which is huge and certainly for the time, it actually has a few jumps in the movie. Yeah, like Sam Sam jumped a couple of times. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, like genuine. Oh my gosh, you know. I'm gonna have to watch it again. And I didn't realize it still had that. Yeah. Um, Shining. Sorry, yeah. just you know, it's one that I wanted to see yes. and I just haven't done it. It's on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, Sam and I are gonna watch that very soon. I've added it, so that's probably going to happen this weekend. Oh, cool, cool. Mm. Oh, it's going to be a 10 o'clock start, you know what I mean? Like 10 p.m. start. So you have to because it goes for two and a half hours. Yeah. So you got to just be in it. Yeah. You know, phones down, just get into it. You know, and the first first 40 minutes is a little tough, but you'll appreciate it because of Kubrick, the way he shoots stuff uh, and his camera angles and the colors and all that different weird stuff that he does. Yeah. But once you're, then once you're in, you're in. And, and, cool. and Jack is nothing short of amazing. Yeah. Um, shall I go a couple of mine? Yeah, sure. So uh, I've, I've finished, started and finished The Good Fight Season yeah, 2. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I saw you put that post up on our social. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I had to because I just really enjoyed it. it it's, um, I think I said, you know, something along the lines of, it doesn't have the highs and lows of something like a Boston Legal. Yeah. But it, it has the highs. Just misses the lows. Okay. But that, you know, while it takes away from being something is probably going to be rewatchable to me like Boston Legal over and over again, this was such a great series. It came in the right time for me that made me laugh so much. And, um, you know, characters like um, Christine Baranski, uh, Delroy Lindo is in this, and that was a name... That, uh, yeah, that really from the 90s. Big, I had were big in the 90s, attention yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I must confess, I didn't really know that this show existed, you know, um, and yeah. I didn't even know it was a spinoff of The Good Wife, correct? That's right, yeah. yeah. And probably partly because you also said it was our SBS, yeah? It's on SBS. But Good Wife wasn't SBS, was it? No, uh, I, I don't remember where, where it was, but it was on a more mainstream channel, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I don't want to put SBS down because I, I like oh, SBS no, no, is no, probably no. my favorite my favorite station these days. Now the reason why I say that is because I don't watch enough SBS to hear the advertising for the Good Fight. That's my point. Oh, you know? sure. So yeah, no, Man, nothing against. Get on the SBS app. Yeah. it is one of on the demand. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's one of the best uh, on-demand apps out there. Well, it certainly uh, does uh, the football, right? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It does football. Yeah. Well, I, I went on to watch um, the other show that I haven't seen and everyone was killing me about... Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. But they've got they've gotten rid of season one. Oh, no way. So I, I now that. have to find someone that's got season one because I don't yeah. really want to pay to... guess I'm not going to watch again. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, have you got the Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> uh, no. No. Uh, yeah, so there'll be a few more weeks to years away from me watching that one. I got one more little one for you. Just thought it's worth a mention. I also watched uh, Warm Bodies. Oh this yeah, this is the uh, Nicholas Holt, uh, Teresa Palmer, um, kind of zombie zomcom kind of you know. Yeah, bit of a, based on a book, a bit of a slightly left look at zombies. It was kind of through the eyes of a zombie, you know, when they were becoming big again with Walking Dead and the like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's a good movie. It's good. It's not great. It's not Zombieland for me, but it's decent. Yeah. It's not Shaun of the Dead. It's not Zombieland, it's... but it's it's yeah probably better than a Scout's Guide to uh, Apocalypse or whatever. And Warm Bodies. Yeah. All right. It's all right. Where's that? Did you? Oh, it was uh, it was either on Stan or Netflix. I can't remember. Ah, okay. I'll have a look at that. Warm Bodies. Um, I saw. Speaking of going back and watching older films, Ransom, Mel Gibson. <laughs> and how's that go these days? <laughs> I just, I loved it. You know, it's not as uh, gripping as uh, as it was yeah. back when it happened. And that's not just because you know what happens. It, you know, the, the techniques of keeping you into it aren't as scary anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, Del- Delroy Lindo's in that as the FBI oh. agent. So oh, I just yeah. happened to get a double dose of Delroy this <laughs> This it's week. so funny how that happens. Yeah, and and he is ageless. Yeah, he looks somewhat the same yeah. from the ran- ransom back in you know what was that ninety six ninety seven yeah maybe ninety seven maybe yeah yeah through to two thousand eighteen he looks somewhat the same. Wow, it's amazing, <laughs> uh, and he's just as good. I really like him. Uh, so that was fun. I, I recommend if if you've got you know a little, little bit of time. Uh, watch it. Did you know that the kid in that, Sean, is Nick Nolte's son? Wow. And is he doing anything now or no? I don't know. I didn't look that far into it because it's Nick Nolte's son. I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, and the two other things that I am watching, but only because I'm invested in the series and um, I'll finish off. So it won the Shooter, season two. Yep. Ryan Philippe, MR Apps. I will finish off this season, but it, unless they finish with like, oh my god, that was the best second half that I've ever seen in so, my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I won't go to yeah. season three. I enjoyed season one, and I never went into season two because I was afraid of this. Yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 it's yeah. Even even in the dialogue of what they're trying to do, which is unravel this thing about who killed his father. Yeah, it just. It's so convoluted and crazy that even Ryan Philippe's dialogue suggests that he can't be bothered with it, but he sort of has to. <laughs> Honestly, they'll ask him, why, why do you keep caring about this? Why do you keep looking you know, funny? So, and he's he, like, we'll have to find out what happened to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but you're risking your whole family dying just so you can find out what happened to your dad. Like, It's not like some passionate speech about caring about family and, and protecting someone or whatnot. You just want to find out an answer to what happened to your dad, even if that risks 
getting your wife killed. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like it's not yeah. strong enough. And and when he's delivering it, you can just see he's like, oh, fuck. Right. I'd rather watch watch uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one was um, Orange, season six. Orange oh is yeah, yeah. Oh okay, you've kept up to. Yeah, I've seen all. Six. I've seen all of wow, them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, if this doesn't get better, I won't be going under season seven. But it's not bad. Yeah, okay. You know, it's just season six. I'm a bit over the characters. So if there's nothing new, then all right, thank you. Thank you for coming. In <laughs> fact, I think this is the last season, to be fair. Right, yeah. okay. But um, it, it's something to watch. Yeah. I watch it with my uh, my wife. Yeah, of course. You, and, need, you uh, need those, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's cool. Well, I think uh, that's pretty much uh, what we've been up to in movies and TV. Nice. Well, we're going to head into uh, our new segment, News. It happens. Is that how it goes? <laughs> News. It happens. It does. And guess what? What? Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. has got its uh, sequel planned for December 13, 2019. Oh, brilliant. I love that movie. Yeah. And, it's uh, so good. Yeah. And <laughs> just, <that>? before, <laughs> just before, um, it's just before uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, which is going to be December 20, I guess, 2019. So Jumanji will win that battle then? Well, <laughs> No, but <laughs> from a viewing point of view or from a box office? Uh, okay. mm. Apparently, everyone from the Star Wars, you know, world, universe is giving up on Star Wars and they've walked <laughs> out and that's not happening. No, no, Disney still own the world. They now own their uh, own football stadium. <laughs> I know. What is that? What are you talking about? Yeah, so had Stadium in Melbourne, which is one of the greatest um, stadiums in Australia. Yeah, it's a covered stadium. Covered stadium for yeah. AFL, yeah, predominantly. Uh, that is going from had Stadium to Marvel Stadium. I believe it's next year. It could be the following year, but I think it's next year. They've missed a the trick. What? Why don't they call it the Marvel Universe? Instead of the stadiums, <laughs> call it Marvel Universe. And then, what are you playing? I'm playing at the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, hey, you actually put me onto this one, but I looked at it a little bit uh, deeper, and that was uh, there's some significant changes happening to the Oscars. Yes, next year there yeah. are. I think it was something on the lines of um, uh, best uh, over three hundred million dollars spent or something. Or well, I don't know the parameters. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> I do know that it's uh, one of the new categories is most outstanding achievement in popular film. So therefore, movies like, if they aren't nominated for best film anyway, yeah. movies like uh, Black Panther, MI6, Avengers, they could win an Oscar. Yeah, because you have to look at what's a popular film. Yeah. Well, it would be by box office, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what I mean. They wonder what they, the cutoff is, though. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And they're also looking to shift some of the, you know, smaller categories like, you know, best sound editing, for example, yeah. into like ad breaks and stuff like this. <laughs> They're trying to appeal to a, obviously a younger demographic, right? But look, you, you and I watch it every year. Yeah. You know, are you mad that they're moving those categories into the ad breaks? Well, 
I like them. The only ones that I I switch off to a little bit is maybe best foreign short animated. The short, yeah. <laughs> that loses me a little bit. Yeah. But no, I'm yeah, happy yeah. to see best editing, best sound editing, but yeah. that's me, right? Are they doing that to cut down on time or just so they can put in the bigger... Uh, no, they're doing it to cut down on time and... so Sorry, both, yeah. So they can yeah. add some new categories to freshen it up a little bit. Anyway, anyway, interesting. Everything goes through change. Oh, of course. Yeah. You can't expect it always held the same. And yeah. Let's hope that... Um, and I'll, look, I'll give this a chance and see how we feel. Oh, for sure. And I actually think that Black Panther... Here's my tip. I actually think that Black Panther will be nominated as one of the 9 to 10 or 8 to 10 best pictures yeah. under the proper drama category. That is my tip. Uh, I... I agree with you, although I don't think that that should be the case. But oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I reckon that will that will happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because it'll be a, you know it'll be potentially a political stance and yada yada yada. Yeah, I've, I've read a bit about that actually about mm. it being a crossover. Yeah, of those categories. But uh, but it's great. Like you know, I'd love something like you know um, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I mean that's a great popcorn film and arguably the best of the year. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, why not win an Oscar? Yeah. yeah. And it opens up, uh, you know, for someone like Nick Cage or <laughs> trying to think yeah. of someone who's more action like John Cena yeah. to win an Academy Award yeah. right now. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Oh, my God, The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, he should, I don't know, he should just be given an honorary Oscar. He should, right? Yeah. Just Already. To, yeah, exactly. For... You know, most charismatic guy in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know you're wondering about Sony, what Sony will do after uh, post-Venom. Uh, yeah, it's what I was thinking about on the way up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought you would. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're actually, <laughs> they're, they're going to be doing more Marvel crossovers. Really? Yeah. And uh, so we've already mentioned on this podcast uh, within the Spider Universe, right? <laughs> Marvelous sitting there going, you mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay away from our yeah. stuff, even though they own yeah. it. Well, we Sony haven't seen Venom yet, and this is their first, really. Yeah. They, they you know, really kind of had a crash with uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Then Marvel took Spidey off and did a wonderful job. So this is really their first foray into this, you know, but... But they must be pretty confident, I would think. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this is what they have in mind. So they're, <laughs> they're going down the same path with, you know, villains and anti-heroes like, yes. like Venom. And I, w- I want Venom to be good, by the way. Oh, Just yeah, yeah, I want to put that yeah. out there. So we talked about Morbius, the vampire by Jared Leto. We've talked about that yes, earlier. Yeah. Um, but the, a couple of others for you, yeah. which uh, I'm not very familiar with, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I'm sure some of our listeners will know them very well. So you have Silk. Uh-huh. Is so like he's a, a AKA, AKA Cindy Moon. She's a Korean-American teenager who's bitten by the same radioactive spider yeah. that gave Peter his, park, uh, his powers. Yeah. Um, then you've got Jackpot. Okay. Jackpot is a lesbian superhero yeah. that originally wanted to be like Spider-Man and pretended to have a thing for him just to mask her sexuality. Right. You've got Nightwatch. Yeah, I've heard of Nightwatch. He's like a spawn-looking character. Yeah. And he uses, like, cloaking technology and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you've got Craven the Hunter. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And he's like a uh, maniacal big-game hunter. 
which is cool. He obviously sets his sights on Are these all Spider-Man. separate films or they're just going to Yeah, you know, them? these will all be like spin-offs. Yeah, that's kind of what they're thinking, you know. Yeah, right. And, um, so they're kind of trying to do like what uh, uh, DC announced doing uh, Warner Brothers, DC Dark. Yeah, yeah, maybe. No, that's but, a I mean, similar yeah. sort of... I don't know who announced the first, but, you know, it's just... Okay, good. You know what? Uh, I like villains. I like good villains. <laughs> so if uh, if I can get at least one good villain film per year, I'm winning. Yeah. You look at all the great villains of in on in screen history, right? Yeah. You've got Bill the Butcher. Yeah. You've got um, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. You've got the Joker. Uh-huh. What worked about them the best, in my opinion, is that their their mysteriousness, their lack of screen time. You know what I mean? Like they were on enough to get a backstory and so forth and so yeah. on, or even Thanos. But what works about them is that, you know you only see them for half an hour of a two hour film or whatever it might be yeah. of screen time, and so there's that mystery there, and that you, you that you know what, what's happening behind the scenes or whatever it is, and um, it's brilliant, right? And but if you put them on screen for two hours, it'll become like Zach Galifianakis in Hangover Two. <laughs> uh, you also <laughs> mentioned uh, those three actors who are three of the best actors that our, of all time. Yeah, I've ever seen. So yeah. uh, maybe that's a little. That's why. That's why. That's why Venom might work. Tom Hardy might help it along. Yes. Yeah. Because he's a quality. Well, he might, he opinion, might save he's it. A quality actor. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, I know you were asking yourself this question as well on the way up. <laughs> um, what would you call the sequel to the the low budget hit last year's hit of Forty Seven Meters Down? Yeah, the shark movie. The shark one. I didn't see it, but uh, I would call it Forty Eight Meters Down. Right. I would have called it Forty Eight Meters Down as well. Yeah. Or you know something like that. No, but I haven't. <laughs> I went straight to 48 metres down. It doesn't work for 127 hours. You can't have the sequel to 127 hours being 128 hours. Yeah. But 47 to 48 metres down, you can absolutely do. Yeah. But no, no, where it's, um, no, no, it's 47 metres down the next chapter. All right, okay. <laughs> and That's I watched it. Yeah, they had like a teaser trailer and it's, yeah. It's, what, what, what else could you come up with? Like 40. 47 metres down again. 47 <laughs> metres down squared. I would have gone 47 metres down, hello, Bruce. <laughs> Welcome back, Bruce. There you go. Welcome back, Bruce. <laughs> or at least, like, had it have... Uh, I haven't seen the first one, as I said, but make the second one about, um, like, the deep sea diving with the cages hmm. and just call it, you know, 47 metres down, death cage. Yeah, a death cage, brilliant. You know, yeah, at least yeah. that gets you in because it sounds like it's going to be a crap film anyway. Yeah, 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 of course. Where lethal bubbles arrive. <laughs> no, rise, sorry. Lethal bubbles rise. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that really corny tagline that we love, you know. <laughs> anyway, look, oh, shit. Next. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to mention to you... Um, Last time we caught up with Karen and we're on the podcast, yes. we ran out of time with trailers. But the trailer I wanted to talk about was Boy Erased. Boy Erased. That's with um, uh, Kidman. And yeah. Yeah. So it's directed and written by Joel Edgerton. 
Yes, yes. And starring yes. Russell Crowe and Nicole Kidman. Yes. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and it looks like a bit of a, a Love, Simon, but a drama, a complete drama. On paper, this should work. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. So did you end up watching the trailer? No, no, I haven't actually. Okay. The last I one will. I want to mention that I want everyone out there listening to watch, don't watch this if you're driving a car right now, but just when you have a moment, stop and watch <laughs> this trailer. It's called Slaughterhouse Rules. Okay, what is that? I'm uh, writing this down as well. Yeah. So Slaughterhouse Rules is, um, it's kind of like a, gosh, think a sprinkle of Shaun of the Dead with maybe a sprinkle of Vampire Academy. That probably doesn't do it too well, too much. <laughs> um, and it's just got that kind of, you know, UK pommy humour. Um, it's got the horror comedy, basically. So we have um, Simon Pegg. Yeah, Okay. Uh, Martin Sheen, sorry, Michael Sheen, my apologies. Michael Sheen? Yeah, who we, who we love on love. this, uh, yeah. Um, Asa Butterfield, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Nick Frost, he's going to show up. <laughs> yeah, we've Simon Pegg, yeah. Yeah, and uh, look, it just looks fun. Yeah. yeah it's playing younger, by the way. Okay. But Simon's kind of like a really, like a, a lengthy cameo, I think, to be yeah. honest. It's playing a bit younger, but it just looks fun and... Um, yeah. I'll, I'll look at, I don't know how they got past me. I mean, tw- I've been on Twitter a lot lately and it usually keeps me up to date with all of these things. Yeah, I think it just came out. But anyway, that's, uh, I wanted to mention that. So that's Slaughterhouse Rules. Okay. Right up my alley. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. Yeah. I'll text you tonight. And as far as I'm concerned, that's all I have for... News? Unless you had something. It happens. <laughs> uh, I would like to bring up two things because oh, of the Australian... Um, but what's a face with all the tattoos? <laughs> uh, Ruby Rose. <laughs> Ruby Rose. <laughs> She's in uh, some film. You're good at this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just just trying to you know bring it up. Are you uh, talking about the posts that we put up on social media? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she's Batwoman. So she's going to be Batwoman in the CD CW universe, which is uh, the um, the Balanti universe. So that's basically where Super Woman, Supergirl, <laughs> Flash, Arrow, um, the uh, Legends of the whatever they are. Yeah. Um, but. What she will be, she will be Batwoman in a crossover episode because each year they do a crossover episode. Yeah. So they're great. I, I, I watched all of um, Arrow for about three seasons. I've seen two seasons of Supergirl. I've seen one season of Flash and I'm happy with that. I don't need to go any further. That's fine. Enjoyed it. But if they bring Ruby Rose in, like I'll, I watch every crossover. So that'd be good. If she does well in the crossover then they will most likely offer her a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's their plan, to, to give her a full yeah. season of her own. So fingers crossed, man. Like, Which makes sense, you know, because I can't recall Batwoman being on film before or TV other than Alicia Silverstone. Was she Batgirl? Batgirl, yeah. Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, what about maybe in the classic 50s uh, Batman perhaps, but... But they're probably going to play on um, the like a lesbian angle as well. Um, okay. I heard that uh, like Batwoman actually quite is lesbian. I, right. I don't know. I, I'm, you know, I was around comics growing up, 
and I enjoyed my certain comics, but Preacher was probably the sort of comics I was into rather than DC Marvel. Well, maybe it had hinted overtones or something. That, yeah. yeah. But by getting Ruby Rose in there, it doesn't mean yeah. it has to be, but yeah. she generally, if you have a look at uh, a lot of the... Um, LGBT, yeah. Yeah, she generally um, has that. And uh, even in films where she's, you know, sort of, I guess, not outright, um, uh, you know, gay, she, she's not like a love interest of the men. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that, that sort of thing. So that's great. Uh, I, I've, you know, fingers crossed for her. What was the other one that was announced, uh, directed by Kate Shortland? That was a few weeks ago. It was about a month ago. Uh, yeah, Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is that? Um, it's a, it's a it huge film. Big. Yeah, it was, um, was she doing like a DC or something? Or? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the thing. It's, uh, it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> so huge. You're good at this, aren't you? I, I saw her. I well, saw I, her. Last I would have. Th- I would have thought that in news that happened that um, you would have brought up. I watched um, <laughs> oh Black Widow. Black Widow. It was Scarjo. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm very mean, cool with that. that I, I watched uh, Berlin Syndrome, her last film. Uh, oh yeah, not I haven't long seen ago it. Go for the second time. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I like her films. I. I wasn't a huge fan of Somersault. Right, I was. I actually really liked it. Yeah. Um, I will, for the benefit of the doubt of the movie, is probably because I was a bit too young for that style yeah. of film. Yeah, I think so. So, um, so that's fine. And obviously, uh, um, you know, actors from that film went on to do big and better things. Yeah. Big and better things. So anyway, good Kate Shortland, and there we go. I can't wait to move into our very next segment, which is... My top five. Actually, it's hey. Oh, that's in my top five. Sorry, I should have done that better. Can I have it? Can I have another yeah, go? Do you want to have another go? Yeah. Go, go. I can't wait to move into this next segment, which is hey. That's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> hey. That's in my top five. Now, we're coming up to uh, almost <laughs> a year of doing this podcast in September. Can you believe that? Yeah, wow. Yeah, like 11 months. September. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, almost our 50th, 50th uh, entry Yeah. Uh, as well, almost, yeah. which is good. We'll have That's to celebrate great. that. That's either, that'll either be the uh, video store episode or the one after. I think I'll have to work that out. But... Cigars, man. That's what we're doing. Mm. Cigar episode. Couple of fatties. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, I can't remember my point of that. Oh, yes. My point was uh, I've been waiting for since episode one to do a top five like this one. So what are we doing today, Sean? <laughs> today we, on the back of Mission Impossible 6 being released this week and us no, seeing no, that film no, twice, no, 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 we are going to do no, 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 no. top five Top six for you. <laughs> Tom Cruise films. I broke him. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise films. Yeah. Now, so this is impossible. Well, it is really difficult. It's almost and... a mission impossible. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Shove it. Um, <laughs> Shove it. <laughs> uh, so we could take this in a direction of, you know, what are Tom Cruise's best performances in right. all of his films? Yeah. We could take it in a direction of, um, in terms of the actual film itself, what are the best films that Tom Cruise just happens to be in? Yeah. But because this is a segment called, hey, 
This is my top five. Yeah. What do this we do is here? No more apt way than just what is your, your personal belief that, mm. and it could be anything. And I, and I will let you know that I have a couple of personal favorites in there because of um, what it meant to me at the time. Yeah. And sure. then films that are just undeniably great films. Cool. Even if they're not my top. Tom Cruise film. The way, I mean, you know, Tom Cruise is funny because every, I love, I've always loved Tom Cruise, always will love him. And uh, I've followed his filmography. I've pretty much loved almost every one of his films, right? Yes. Um, and not many actors can, you can't say that for many actors. He's done like, what was it, 46 films or something? Yeah, so he's, he's uh, have 44 released, two yep. of them uh, pre-production, top, okay. like Top Gun, okay. Maverick. And so Fire. he's done 44. Yeah. And you could comfortably say 40 of them, are, there's something good about at least 40 of them, if not 44, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it was a real tough choice. You know, yeah. Well, I just, it's funny because, you know, every time people often ask me, who's yeah. your favourite actor? You know, yeah. and Tom Cruise has always been in the conversation ever since I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. And, but you get different reactions. Yes, you know? yeah. You get People maybe maybe our age a little bit going, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, Tom Cruise, yeah, I like him, you know. Yeah. Or then you get the opposite of like, oh, he's a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> some people haven't followed his whole career and they may have came yeah. in just at the Scientology Jump, phase yeah, when he left Catholicism behind because <laughs> he was a deeply religious guy anyway. Yeah. But then he, le- he leaves the, the you know, Catholicism behind and, and jumps into Scientology. Yeah. Um, apparently because so, they helped him with dyslexia. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Uh, a little bit I rap about him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think was, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what is undeniable is that he's been able to, with uh, whatever it is, the right management, whatever, he's been able to pick and choose the right films all the way along that are right for him. He is completely energetic behind the scenes, so yep. he wants to be active and involved in everything. And now yep. that he's at that point, when he has been for a long time, where he can produce and basically run his own show... No one has a bigger screen presence than Tom Cruise yeah. today on the on the screen, you know. And he's that also reinvented himself a couple of times. Yeah. You know, and he's still, you know, bringing, he's still in the top five box office actors of today. Yep. You know, yeah. and what is he, 30-odd years in, 35 years 35 into his career. Years in, yeah. Yeah. So it's under, when we go through these movies, guys... Whether you like him, love him, hate him, whatever it is, yeah. when we mention some of these films, I know you'll be going... Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, forgot, yeah, yeah. I forgot he did that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty undeniable, really. So uh, I thought we would just do a bit of a 66554433221. I like how you started with six. And, um... See? <laughs> do we actually even change this to my top six? No, because then it would just be doing seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so, on to me. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with five and, uh, yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, I know you started last time, so I'm happy to start this time if you like. <laughs> okay. Unless you want to go first. No, no, no. You, you seem pretty keen to go first. <laughs> so you go. No, oh, no. There you go. Look, Let's uh, do all the things that <laughs> you want to do. I'm, I'm giving you the option. I just said I was trying to be nice and said that I'll go first. Thank so. you, man. You go first. Okay. Uh, good. See how I played that, people? <laughs> no, that didn't. Uh, right. So in my number six position, I have Collateral. Incorrect. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Michael Mann directed one of the first films shot on digital. Mm. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And also um, Tom Cruise's first villain. 
Was that Tom Cruise's first villain? Yeah. Oh god, I feel Bad like I, if I had time, I want to sit there and go through and just like check yeah, that. Maybe. Yeah, I'm enough. pretty sure maybe maybe one of his first movies. Rain was, Man. He no. wasn't a villain. I mean, that's a bit of. No, <laughs> first bad guy. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, first and, and it's. I think that's what drew, drew me to this uh, character. And also, I feel it, um, I can't remember what personally was going on for him around the time. But this film was something that was. I don't want to say reintroduced him because if you go through his catalog, he's had a film out almost every year. Yeah, if not two twice a year. Yeah, so he hasn't reintroduced, but he's he's had to ingratiate himself back with his fans. Yeah. And this film did that for me. His career was not great at this time, and but this just showed critics. It was undeniable. The critics were like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're very good. You can act. You yeah. know what I mean? He just kind of reminded them because he had a lot of popcorn before this, you know, yeah. action films and that. This was just a reminder that he can actually act, you know, and yeah. the critics couldn't say anything other than, okay, that was good. And if you haven't seen it uh, and you're not a Tom Cruise fan, this is something that I suggest you, you watch because it's a cool story about, um, you know, uh, an assassin who basically um, picks up uh, or gets picked up by a taxi driver and this taxi driver takes him around L.A. while he, he's trying to off people. Um that's the, that's the dumbed down version of it. Yeah, I wouldn't class it as almost neo noir. Like I wouldn't class it as um, popcorn. No, you know no, it's no. actually quite. Well, it's Michael Mann, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what you're watching, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. Yeah, I'm glad that's in there. So that's my six. <clears throat> cool. My number six is cocktail. Yeah. Cool. Now you know this movie is uh, as cheesy as it gets, right? Ooh, I but take the it funny thing is, is thank you. I can Oh my god! We have just ruined that movie. All that soundtrack. Yeah, speaking of which, the soundtrack is amazing. And yeah. the reason why this is in my top six is I actually love the film. Because BB's in there as well. BB. Mm, but it's um, Brian Brown. It's certainly quite corny and very eighties. Yeah. But out of all the Tom Cruise films, I reckon I've seen this movie the most. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. And, and so easy, you know, like Karate Kid or something like that. If you've seen it in the 80s and you love it, you can just keep watching it and it's a very easy watch, you know. To introduce it to someone today, I don't know. I can't answer that. But yeah. I do know I love the film. And this is something I feel I'm going to say a lot, but this is not in my top six, but it was in my conversation. It was in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. going to be pretty much with every film that we have in it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I love that movie because, you know, it was just, he's a younger kid, he's a cocky kid. He played that a lot, obviously, early yes. on. Yeah. Um, but being able to throw all of those um, bottles around and that. Yeah. I mean, who wasn't walking around the playground with uh, water bottles and things like that trying to do the same thing? And, uh, you know, Brian Brown was amazing in this film. Yeah. Hey, do you know, uh, so uh, for our video mm. store episode... Uh, with Damo coming down, mm. he did that for a little while. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, and wow. he was doing competitions and stuff like that. He really like he he's a guy who really involves himself into something when he gets interested in it. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, I'll talk to him about that later. <laughs> so what's number five? Well, number five. Now this is the one where I said that most people won't agree, but it's one of my personal top fives, mm -hmm. and that's Night and Day. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cameron Diaz uh, <coughs> playing his offsider. Mm. He plays Roy Miller. Um, it was released in 2010. And it's been I, under the radar, even though it was kind of a big film. But I really enjoyed this film. 
Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, that. I, 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 I don't know, maybe it came out the wrong time or something, but yeah, mm. exactly that. It was just fun. Yeah. And Cameron Diaz helps that along because oh, she's, man, she's she such a fun time, actor. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Look, it was in uh, it was in my conversation, my top six as well. That yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. And look, but, it, he um, it, it's kind of uh, you know, he does play similar characters and that. You know, yeah, he's good yeah, at yeah. doing those things where yeah. he's a bit of bit cocky. He's yeah. you know, sort of. Um, Asperger's in a way, in, yeah. in the, if an assassin is Asperger's, you know? Not like the accountant with um, Ben Affleck. That was a bit too serious. He, this guy plays it fine. Great film, but Yeah, great film. <laughs> um, anyway, very good. Please watch it. Mm. Uh, I really do Underrated. Love, yeah. Uh, easy watch, even today. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And Cameron Diaz looks amazing in that film. Yeah, and it's just, it's a laugh. Yeah. It really is. It's just fun. Uh, my number five is, I think you'll have this film higher, so we, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. So we, we won't spend too much time on it. I'll just give you my opinion on the film. Uh, so my number five is Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, fair okay. enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, love it. Love the film. Love it, love it. I've seen it, you know, 20 times. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Uh, this was a really important film for me because it was, um, uh, it came out in, was it, uh, 80, 88, 87? 89, 89 I think it was. Yeah. And uh, it was on VHS in 88, 89. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and uh, it was around the time of Karate Kid 2 as well. And uh, it was I was kind of maybe even a little bit young for the movie because I was if it was 88, 87, I was like, uh, you know, 13, 14. So it was a really yeah, impressionable 87. age. So the movie was kind of like a bit of a drama for me, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. It was a bit serious, but although watching it now, it was fun as, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but look, and then I became, I, I kind of come to love it more and more the more I watched it. Yeah, because there were sex scenes in there and yeah. stuff. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what age did you watch it? Well, that, that's the thing. I was just, when you said that, I was thinking about it. I def- definitely didn't go to the cinema, so uh, I don't know when I picked it up. It was VHS, of course. But if I did that, if, I, if it was at 87 and I was about eight years old then, um, don't check the date because uh, it's eighty six. Day six in, in the states, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 you know, I would have seen it when in high school. I definitely would have seen it in high school. So okay. I would have been probably a similar age to you. Okay. Um, but it, it, the film itself would have been a little bit older by that yeah. point. Okay. Um, no, that's a good one. Uh, then uh, at number four. I have this in there because of the role. Again, he, he was ingratiating himself in with Collateral. Yes. And then he needed to, and then he wanted to do something else that wasn't him. It wasn't the cocky, yes. although stereotypical, be, stereotypical cocky that he does. To be fair, yeah. his character is cocky. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, if you remember Stacy Jacks. Oh yeah. <laughs> from uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. So yeah. it's a musical, you know, a rock musical. And he's in there as, you know... And he the plays the Axl Rose, right? Oh, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and amazing. I, yeah, and look, not not the best film, uh, not his best performance ever, it's, yeah. you know, because he said it's so good, but it was something really different. And I just, he really embodies that character. Yep. Like, he commits. Because so, you have to commit, right? Yeah. Well, especially when you're doing a musical, but doing his character that he chose, he really commits. And um, Well, after... I, after his whole jumping on the couch thing and all mm. that sort of stuff, mm. this this is the last like collateral got me back in the door. Yeah, and uh, to make it okay, 
He did Lions for Lambs around that time. Yeah, and then Rock of Ages. And he did another cameo, which might come up later on. But, um, yeah, and Rock of Ages. And I agree, like, Rock of Ages is cheesy as hell, but one of my most watchable films. Like, I watched that. What what year did it come out? Four years ago? Five years ago? Uh, That was 2012, yeah. Sorry, six years ago, sorry. Um, I reckon I've seen that over ten times in six years. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Like easily, Jeez. I love it. I love it. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, amazing. He's he's so good in that. So that's why I put it in there because it, it's my Tom Cruise list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is an absolute classic for me. I love my courtroom dramas. Uh, and it <laughs> I knew it was gonna be get better. Yeah, than a few good men. Yes, you in your white suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, man, this movie is just brilliant. Although everything, every uh, uh, line you want to say from that film is from Jack Nicholson. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Obviously, so, the most <laughs> famous one. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. You and your footlockers and. Is that the film where <laughs> Tom is uh, like, you know, where's my bat? I, I can't think of without my yeah. bat. Yeah, I okay. think better with my bat. Where's my bat? Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. That's yeah. good. Um. Yeah, so I love the film, and I every time I watch it, I get more from it. Um, Sam, my daughter, has now seen it, I think, um, four times. Yeah. And just and she only saw it last week, and she turned around to me and said, Dad, that movie is unreal. I'm actually now starting to get it, because the movie, I mean, you know, it's aged a little bit, but the yeah. movie has a lot of names in it. Yes. Of, of you know, the um, people on trial. No, I'm not talking about actors. I'm talking about the names of the characters. Oh, right. Yeah. So when they're talking in on trial or even just talking in the background or whatever, they're talking about people's names. Yeah. So the first time you watch it, you're kind of missing who they're really talking about because you don't know who Jabolski oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is or whatever. You know? So, yeah, I think the more you watch it, the more you pick up the names, the more you get what... You know, did you order the cold red? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> So uh, it really is. Uh, I'm, I'm going to apologize because I know that I'm going to ruin probably your number one. So I'm just going to say it and move on. Um, but you had me at number three. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Show me the number three. Okay, we're going to move on. Jerry Maguire. I know it's going to be up in his uh, line because he's... Yeah, he's probably he's got two t-shirts on right now but I know that there's a third underneath all of that still the vest uh, with Jerry Maguire it says you complete me yeah <laughs> so yeah my number three Jerry Maguire what's your number three my number three is a newie more more recent but I really love this film and I can't wait for the sequel again under the radar kinda critically acclaimed and that's Edge of Tomorrow Yes. Just yeah. Love it. Love, it, love it. Love it. Love it. And it gets better the more you watch it. And so well, yeah, like when you die, you relive the day again, or not? Yes. Not, not Groundhog Day, like sorry, but you're reborn, or like, yeah, you're like yeah, you you have to go through the day again. No, it's, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like but, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah, and right. uh, it's just so good. You know, I just love it. I remember I've seen it maybe twice, but def- obviously definitely once. So you know, I really loved it. Well, yeah, you got to watch it again then. Um, yeah. And Doug Liman's the director of that film. And they are doing a sequel of it eventually, probably in the next three to five. Yeah. But the next film Tom is working on after Top Gun is a movie called um, Lunar Park. Yes. Yeah, um, that, that was one of the pre-production films. Yeah. Yes. And it's uh, directed by Doug Lehman. So they're um, teaming up again. Okay. And they work together on... Um, Sounds like a space... Yeah, yeah. Space, Space Force. Force kind of stuff. And they worked on... Um, There's a little Trump joke there, just in case anyone's listening current. 
current news <laughs> in the first. <laughs> they worked on American Made. Sounds like Spaceballs. Space Force! Space Force! Uh, who is the female actress in that film? Emily, Emily Blunt? Blunt? Lovely. Lovely. So good. Yeah. She is, but she's just so good. Yeah. God. And her next film is with, with The Rock. Yes. Yeah, the jungle. I saw ride, a little uh, cruise. social media thing yeah. that they, they do on there. Yeah. yeah it's very funny. Uh, no, very good. Uh, right, so my number two. Now we're heading into uh, really what, what truly is my one and two um, for Tom. I mm. just, you know, like there's no messing about. This is it. And number two is Days of Thunder. Cold trickle. <laughs> because these two, the, you know what, and yeah, I'm yeah, my number one in a second. Yeah. But these are, are just. They encapsulate a time. Every, they, it, in it, movies it cr- and in life. It made me. Like, if you came up and shook my hand, part of what you're touching has been crafted by. Yeah. You know, I once had a, a business early on in, in you know, my career. Uh, named Mavis Cole yes. Entertainment. Mavis Mav- from, Maverick, yeah. Ice, Iceman. So we've got Top Gear taken, Top, top Gear, Gun, top gun <laughs> taken care of. And then Cole, Cole Trickle, Cole Trickle. Yeah. There's the Thunder taken care of because these two things just meant everything to me. Um, cocky young sportsman, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I was unreal, man. I love Days of Thunder. Yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, did he meet Nicole Kidman on that set or did he yeah. know her going in? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, amazing, just it's it's an adrenaline rush of a film. It's very um, the only thing I'd say with Days is it's very um, male orientated. I think you know, like I think yeah. my my girls would be bored shitless watching that. Film. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and and I mean that's somewhat the early days of uh, Don Simpson and Jerry mm. Bruckheimer, who who were the uh, producers on yeah, on this, yeah. and um, you know. They uh, they also did another one you mentioned you know in Top Gun and and lots of other things but you know Armageddon I guess is when they produced that's probably a female switch a little bit yeah oh and Pearl Harbor was a big and one Pearl Harbor, yeah, yeah that was a... uh, yeah so that was that was number two Days of Thunder Cold Trickle yeah good one I'm glad that's up there 1990 uh, my number two is uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol all right wow that's right up there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that film. No, good. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's yeah. I watched it recently again. Yeah. Um and uh I know I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I really did, yeah. Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. Amazing. Uh well we're gonna go into the sort of missions a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's after why they spend yeah. so much time on it. But uh so I'll get my number one. Yeah. Number one. one. You've already mentioned I said it's in my thing, it's Top Gun, yeah. there's no thing. I I love this movie. Um, since the day I saw it, uh, it was rated um, PG, so I could show it off in the video stalks. We could oh, only yeah. play up to PGs. So I played that over and over and over. In fact, I think it was even M15, but I still played it anyway. Yeah, because it had a fucking... And yeah, a, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was M15, but I, I played it anyway because it was just the best <laughs> ever. The soundtrack is just pumping. Riding your motorcycle without your helmet on and uh, all that sort of stuff. Um and uh, and then of course you had uh, Val Kilmer, Iceman, mm. uh, in there. You know who had just a great relationship. Some yeah. would say a slightly homoerotic <laughs> relationship with 
Thomas. Thomas. That's, yeah. that, that's fine. And Meg Ryan was in it. Uh, and Meg Ryan was in that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that that was fantastic. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Of, oh yeah, so <laughs> I I love this film so much that one of my friends who is gay had not seen the film. Right. So I took him to an outdoor cinema in Sydney oh, okay. yeah, yeah. and bought the love seats <laughs> at the front because I'm like, you can't sit with the, ra- the ravel around the back that are talking and everything, man. You need to get into this film. Now, the, and the beauty of it was that um, like he enjoyed it. He didn't love it as much as I did, but he enjoyed it because the whole time everyone was just saying the lines. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't realize that it was that sort of film that yeah. everyone would just know everyone. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, there's so many opportunities in that film. I feel the need, <laughs> the need for speed. Oh, <laughs> God, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the sequel. God, I hope they do that some kind of justice. Or please, you never close your eyes <laughs> anymore when I Kelly kiss McGillis. your how, lips. How hot was she? And how hot. She is not now. Oh, <laughs> she I turned. Know. She turned savage. And I'm so. I'm sorry, Kelly McGillis. Was she in TV or something? Is she savage? Or? No, she's at home opening doors <laughs> for pizza delivery man. Oh. Um, cool. Oh, it's a very deserved number one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, one, I'm trying to guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my number one is Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, for me, this movie was um, so special because I love, I love romantic dramas. I love romantic comedies, and this for me was like a, a guy's version of that. You know, like it had the whole sports set up and all that, but the, at, at its core. At Jerry Maguire's core, because you've got corporate world, um, greed, you've yes. got sport and all that blokey stuff. But at its core, it's actually a romantic drama. Are you with me? Yes. <laughs> just, I'm just telling all the different lines when he's like leaving help the me, company. Help you. <laughs> who's coming with me? That's what. Yeah, I'm who's like. coming with you? Yeah. <laughs> Other anyway. <than> flipper. <laughs> well, I thought um, we, we did say that you know, a lot of films could have been in the five, uh, in fact, in the six. And, and yeah, I know or, or that if, if we had, uh, you know, some of our other contributors to this podcast, um, like Shanae Bassett, yeah. Karen Williams, yep, have... Dickie, Tony, yeah. they're all going to have different fives. Some would be similar, of course, but yeah. I know that a lot of them. And so I thought it would only be appropriate to mention some films that I believe would be in all of those top fives. Yeah, circling the top five. Yeah. And I'm 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 really just going to run through these. So stop me yeah. if you want to um, go through. And I'm doing chronological order, starting at 1983. The Outsiders, Risky Business. Yeah, that was in mine. Well, circling for me. Yeah, all the right moves. Yeah. Uh, the Color of Money. That was circling. One of my faves. Rain Man. Circling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. Oh God, Far and Away. Yeah, maybe if we had a different voice in here, yeah, like someone could be. No, I quite enjoyed those movies, but yeah, it's not. It's probably not, not in my top five. But uh, the firm, I love that film. <laughs> John Grisham, awesome. Interview with a Vampire. Yes. Right. Uh, Mission Lestat. Impossible. So I'm going to skip the Mission Impossible's because we'll just say the Mission series. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Eyes Wide Shut. Yes, very unique. Yeah, film. Magnolia. <clears throat> Magnolia, yeah, that was his art house kind of cross, yeah. Vanilla Sky. 
Yep. Yeah. Minority Report. Yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg, yeah. Right. Um, the Last Samurai. Yes, I love that. War of the Worlds. Yes, I love that. Like, I, I, I hope at home right now, <laughs> we're up to now 2005. And we've just mentioned, you know, anyone would be happy with one of those films in yeah, their surely. arsenal as an actor. Yeah. Um, Lions for Lambs. And of course, uh, I know you hinted towards this before, but he played um, uh, Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder, <laughs> and that was a little uh, cameo. cameo. And yeah. that was a time when a lot of people walked out, not even realizing it was Tom Cruise. Yeah. I know I was I was one of them yeah. um, until I walked out, and I was just thinking back, thinking, "Well, it was Tom Cruise." <laughs> and it was also probably the lowest time of his career as far as um, popularity goes. So he was doing these smaller roles because up until. Um, up until just before Lions for Lambs, he was always the lead man. Always. Yes. Yeah. But these couple of films he did in this part that you're going through now, yeah. he had to actually play a smaller role because he wasn't commanding the box office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we've got uh, Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah. Brian um, Singer. Jack Reacher. I love Jack Reacher. Yeah. 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 First Ob- one's excellent. Uh, Oblivion. Love that. Um, another Jack Reacher. Okay, now here's one of the only blips, and I should skip it, but it's quite current. The Mummy. It's a bit of a blip, really. Yeah. Um, but then he he that backed that really up. Him though, I thought he was fine. Oh no, he was. Yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but then he backed it up in the same year with American Made. Yeah. And uh, that that was more his style of stuff. Even then, probably wasn't one of the greatest films, but still no. pretty good. But then he comes with Mission Impossible Fallout. Which was excellent. Right at the end, which I said I was going to mention. Went back on and then he's going to back that up with Top Gun, yeah. Lunar Park, and Edge of Tomorrow 2. So can you rank your missions one, uh, six to one? Just sure. one to six. One to six. Oh, one number to six. one first. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, one. so we know it's uh, Ghost Protocol for me. Yep. And then it's uh, Fallout. And then Fallout, yep. And then it's um, uh, Mission Impossible 3. And then it's Mission Impossible 1. Yep. And then it's Rogue Nation. Yeah. And then it's MI2. Okay. All right. And I, but I, lo- I love MI2. <laughs> so, yeah, just, I'm a yeah, big fan. Right. So, yeah. What uh, about you? Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Mission Impossible, first one. Uh, for number At first. One. Yep. Yep. Cool. Just because yep. I loved it. And, and that, that one scene where he drops down uh, yeah, and yeah. has to balance and the sweat and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's classic. Brilliant. Um, anyway, so that one. Then I'm going to uh, go, I need to see Ghost Protocol again. No, I uh, so not Rogue Nation okay. again. So what I'm going to do is put Fallout at number two for me, then Protocol. Yep. Uh, then number three. Yep. Which was J.J. Abrams. Yep. Yep. Then number two. Yep. John Woo. And then, yeah, because it meant a lot to me at the time as well. And Limp Bizkit yeah, was a yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And, that was unreal. Yeah, yeah. so that was really cool. Uh, and then I'll put um, Rogue Nation. Okay, yeah. But, my God, like, they're all, like, as a series. Yeah. That'd be up there as a series in one of my top five series of all time. Well, that's it. And we talked about this after the movie. You look at Jason Bourne series, one, two, three, brilliant. Legacy, yeah, good. Jason Bourne, shit. Yeah, you look at the last uh, Bonds, right? Um, Casino Royale, brilliant. Quantum, shit. Skyfall, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Solace, shit. You know what I mean? See, no but it's funny you it. say that. Like, I like them all, the Bonds. Yeah, I'm being, look, I'm being kind of, I guess, 
I'm, I'm exaggerating for effect. Yeah, yeah. When I say shit, they're not really shit, but they're not they're, they're not the level that M like Mission Impossible Impossible has yeah, been right, yeah. across they, they, all six films. They are pretty solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's always a little kind of bad egg in there with all these big franchises. You look at Terminator, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up and down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terminator 1, brilliant. Terminator 2, the, one of the best action films of all time. Terminator 3, boom, boom. Terminator 4, yeah. boom, boom. Terminator um, 5, boom, boom. You know, we we haven't uh, put a full review besides the written one that we that you uh, popped out on social, uh, but um, what what are some of the highlights for you on in in Fallout, in Mission Possible Fallout? Uh, non spoiler. Uh, I really liked Henry Cavill. Yes, because um, I'm not the biggest fan of his. Yeah, I'm not. I, just, I don't know what he is. I just I'm not. But I really enjoy him in this role. Yeah. Won't say anything more. Do you I like him don't... as Superman, or yeah. is it Henry Cavill yeah. as an actor in other things? I don't mind the Superman that they're using at the moment in this DC universe. Yeah, but I don't. I yeah. don't connect Henry Cavill to it. Oh, okay. Like it's yeah, not yeah. the reason why I'm watching it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Anyway, I really enjoyed him in this movie. Yeah, uh, and really, I really enjoyed that the team were more involved this time. Um, you know, I mean, Tom's everywhere. Yeah, but I really love Ving Rhames coming back into it a bit more. You know, and obviously Simon had a bigger Simon Pegg had a bigger role last time. Yeah, but Ving Rhames was great just to see him. Yeah. You know, and he's a solid actor. He's a solid actor, and you forget that because. Within seconds, he can have you kind of tearing up a bit, you know, yeah. just by telling a story, and you're like, "Oh, damn, man, that's right." Yeah, <laughs> you know the scenes I'm talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and obviously, look, the action is second to none, mm. really. And this last act of this film is like the only thing. I'm, the only bugbear <laughs> I've got is the 15 minute bomb countdown. Goes for twenty two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how I that checked. works? Yeah, that's so. I actually timed it in the in the. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, yeah. See, what? Why, why can't they stick to fifteen? To real time. Yeah, just do what they have to do to stick to fifteen. Did you see what they stuffed into that twenty two minutes of the last? No, I get it, but, but just you got to make cuts. Yeah. Like I would love for that to happen. Like you've got fifteen minutes. Do it. Yeah, real time. Yeah, yeah. Would have been. That's why I, did, I measured it because it would have been interesting. Yeah. Uh, what about I, you? Yeah, it, well, uh, you've said everything really. Uh, the car chases, uh, you know, you can get very bored in car chases. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's cool. Uh, the car chases are fantastic. Um, Tom Cruise runs a lot again. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's a joke, yeah. but it's also something that is him and he's good <laughs> at it. Yeah. You know, whatever he does. And, and, and it's a little bit of a signature now, you know. It's definitely a signature, yeah. 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 And we should probably note, you know, uh, which you alerted to me and then I, I happened to see it online as well, where he, he broke his um, ankle, yeah. ankle uh, in one of the scenes, jumping from uh, one building to another. Yeah. Uh, and they kept, they kept that footage of him hitting... You know, and he's basically hanging off a building, pulling himself up, and then limping off. Yeah, it's in the film. It's in the film. Yeah, absolutely, still in the film. Yeah. And like, he he jumped. He's got wires hanging on, yeah. but he jumped, hit the wall. He can see he, like now that I know he winces, he, yeah. he winces, and he's and his head sort of ducks down. And in that moment, he, he goes, said, "I can." Cameras are rolling. Yep, I can ruin. The thousands of dollars that we spent today to do this. Yep. Or I can just pull myself up, 
run on my broken uh, leg. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah, and, and that's what happened. <laughs> and then he has six months off or three months off, whatever it was, to heal his broken leg. Yeah. But they could at least edit all that stuff in post, in you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, he yeah, he's really brought himself back into my good books, even yeah. though he's into Scientology. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, that's good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, cool. That chat. We're going to move on to Two Drunk Guys. And the <laughs> Two drunk guys. And the bucket. You can't do that, man. It's got to be a little ukulele. <laughs> I can't just throw my tongue between my lips. Well, that's clearly that's what you're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's pathetic. But isn't that what you're doing, except that you just happen to also use your fingers in some sort of like... No, because mine sounds like a... Ask people out there. Does this sound like a guitar? Well, it sounds like people pretending to be a guitar. Uh, yeah, I'm just more straightforward yeah, with it. I think we're actually live on air. What are we doing? Oh, hey, sorry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Too drunk. No, kidding. <laughs> uh, right. So this uh, this segment is where, yeah, you um, we get a word that the people out, out in the public will write into us and give us little uh, suggestions as to what words they want. So we put them on pieces of paper. We put them in a bucket. We pick that word out of a bucket. We then look at the word. And we then, then we travel back in time. Yes. Hop tub time machine. With no hot tub or time machine. <laughs> Just people dressed up in bear suits. <laughs> <laughs> and people getting naked a lot. Uh, uh, all righty, let me have a look at that. Uh, <laughs> shall I look at the word? What you got? What you got? What you got? The word I have in my hand. Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got? Mm-hmm. I'll start writing, get my pen ready. Mm. So I can start writing some ideas. The word is, uh, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, is silver, as in the colour. Okay. Um. As in, hi ho, silver, away! Okay, okay. I'm just I'm just writing down a couple of uh, ideas uh, here. What was that Johnny Depp film where he played Toto or whatever with uh, Army Hammer? Is yeah, it, was he playing? It's not Zorro, is it? No, no, it's not Zorro. But like that, the <laughs> the swashbuckling adventure. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Was um, that was that meant to be the dude who goes really, high home silver? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I never Lone really... The Lone Ranger? Ranger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I don't even need that. It's about to get IMDb out. Yeah. I don't even need it. Um, oh, how good are we? <laughs> uh, everyone's like, we had that like yeah. a minute ago, mate. <laughs> uh, uh, where my head was going was with uh, Kate Beckinsale in that yes. series that she does. Uh, Underworld. 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 Why Silver? Because silver kills werewolves, werewolves. or li- lycans. or lichens, lichens. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it got me going towards that area. And then okay. I started thinking of like wolves and silver and famous monster films. I guess. Well, hang on. Before you go any further, Van Helsing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Hang on, just stop for a Hugh second. Hugh Jackman. How good was Hugh Jackman when he played the the the, the spoilers twins? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> hey, hang on. We don't need to go further than um, Stephen King's Silver Bullet, starring Corey Haim. I haven't seen that. Oh. It's a classic. It's probably, oh, I know you have. You said Corey Haim. You've yeah, seen every yeah. Corey Haim film. Twice. Yeah. No, it's, it's a classic. It's probably too hard to watch these days. But it's a, yeah, it's a werewolf movie. Oh, right. Yeah. And he's, um, Corey Haim's handicapped and he rides a little bike around, but it's like a motorbike, but specially designed for him. Yeah. And they call it the Silver Bullet. Oh, and the silver bullet right. ends up killing the werewolf at the end. Oh. <laughs> and the werewolf... Is the priest? <laughs> <laughs> you at least expect it. Oh well, yeah. I guess as a werewolf, you can get into a church, right? Like it's not like a vampire where vampire invited well, in. No, hang on. A vampire would be a home, so you probably couldn't walk in because it's not invited into a house. Yeah, or something. And God welcomes everyone, right? So I'm yeah, sure you can makes sense. Yeah. Rock up. <laughs> Look, a preacher man. Well, wasn't um what about Lost Boys? Isn't there a werewolf in that? No, they're vampires. I know they're vampires, but isn't the... No, no. They're vampires. No, no, no. no. The whole thing is <laughs> no, no. vampires. I'm telling you. They're vampires. <laughs> but, oh, no. Do you know what it is? It's the, uh, the, the head vampire, the old guy, older guy, has a massive dog. Yes. And I'm just... In my head, Zorro. I was like, oh, he's a werewolf. Oh, my God. What about Teen, teen Wolf? <gasps> Of course, of course, and we're talking about the Michael J. Michael Fox, J. Fox version, Fox, not you know not whatever Lambie Bambi, Jason Bateman version. No, no, even that version is fine. That's fine, but not the Lambie Bambi version. They got jumping around these days. What's that? Oh, the um, oh, TV thing. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you were, you wanted to go me somehow on yeah, something, yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I love Team Wolf. Yeah, I I um. I used to love werewolf films when I was um, younger in my horror days. Yeah. Like, um, and, and then vampire films became my favourite subgenre of horror, right? Yeah. So Near Dark was a great vampire film and there's a couple of them we just said then. Yeah. American then, Werewolf in Paris. London. In London? <laughs> oh, you like Paris? Well, that was more your era. I haven't, I haven't seen them. So I don't know. I just said, I just said a name. Oh, London's amazing, but yeah. Um, Anyway, but then freaking Twilight came out and ruined everything. <laughs> and ruined everything. They ruined werewolves and vampires in one sitting. Um, I'm just going to... I'll say this now. You haven't seen Twilight? I liked... I like them. I like them. I like Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't mind them. I mean, for what they are, they're fine. No, but when you say it, it ruins them, it, it offends me. Oh, get off, man. Like, <laughs> This is like, Get off my dick, man! Soft freaking vampires and werewolves it walking around. It's it wonderful. It's yeah. shit. That it's pale so ass good. motherfucker. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, what are we talking about? I just, Silver. I just wanted like someone to come in with uh, Edward, but but be Eddie Murphy and just be like Eddie. <laughs> Eddie I know you, Eddie. We talk on the telephone. <laughs> uh, are you allowed to do that these days? I don't know. What, imitate Eddie Murphy? No, yeah, but, but Eddie Murphy doing Being that. non-PC. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh God. Um, 
anyway, uh, wolves, uh, silver, <laughs> wolves, uh, <they're laughs> wolves, wolves, are you talking about wolves they're or wolves? Wolves, um, there dog was soldiers. so I used to, yes, dog, oh my dog soldiers, but I'm just quickly, I'm just. Delve in now. You're gonna hate me with this because you hate. I know when I uh, when I say something, but I can't remember names or anything. But you're about to head into a box of nothing. <laughs> All right, and well, I, I so need you're gonna your... give me like you're gonna give me three words and be like, "There's a green leaf, and there was a house on the left, and it was around winter." Go. You're actually not even gonna get that much. Oh, okay. Um, that's a lot of description. Uh, so I used to sneak. I had a little TV. When I was younger, black and white, that you know, to change the channels, the you monsters. had to turn the dials. Yep, I remember. And yeah, so do you remember around the time that there was like a Beauty and the Beast kind of show? It was dark, dark Beauty and the Beast. What, like and the French something version else. or something? It was a TV show. It was American. It had, it had like Linda Hamilton or something. Oh god, something like that. Like you know, yeah. But there was also then a wolf program that were of werewolves. Around the same time. And I, as a young kid, like eight, nine years old, I'd wake up when people were asleep and I'd turn it on and I'd watch it. And I remember clearly because it's the first time I knew that Silver could kill a werewolf and it was a TV show. I can't recall that. I mean, I, the only thing I can think of around my time was Manimal. Manimal. <laughs> the guy who could turn himself into other, shapeshift into other animals. But werewolves in TV. No, nothing's coming to. I'm just having a quick mind. Google because I, I just see if anything jogs the memory. Um, no, there's, oh, you know, I, well, I, there's one called Monsters, but it says comedy, so that mm. can't have been it. No, I think I'm just gonna have to. It's one called Wolf. Oh, that I'm was a Jack Nicholson one. That no, wasn't, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. No, I'm sorry, yeah. I do know, um, when I think of silver, I always think of the T-1000 in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, what? Like, liquid metal. Oh, the liquid metal? Yeah. <sighs> How good, and I'd love to watch it back now for the effects, but going through the bars? Yeah. It's still all right. It's still pretty decent. Yeah. The only the only effect that's a bit tired is when he comes out of the fire. That has come out along. That they've come a long way in that particular uh, kind of morphing effect. But yeah. So just to give you an idea, here's the Linda Hamilton thing that I was thinking of. Was yeah. the Beauty and the Beast? Oh right. Series. I'm just going to show you across there. So oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was I mean, like... I don't think I ever saw it, but... 87, 89. So that was around the time where... Um, you were born. I was... Oh, <laughs> God, get out, of, get out of here. Oh, my gosh, I was in Murder, She Wrote, too. Um, oh, God, I'm going to I'm gonna have to research this. I'm going to write it down. We're looking for... Let's ask our crew outside, out, out on podcast land. Yeah. We're looking for a TV show. You're thinking it's like 87 to 91, somewhere in there maybe. Yeah, late 80s. Okay, and it's a wolf-based drama? Definitely werewolf-based. Werewolf. Cop drama maybe? <sighs> Somehow, like I'm, I think it was a cop involved. Maniac cop? No. That was it, it was a... It was kind of like um, what CW is today... Yes, you know, I know what. Yeah, 
I'm, I just wrote these down so I can look up the 80s werewolf because I'm going to need to research this now at home. <laughs> so yeah, bad. In, uh, in your own time. In my own time. It's so not wasting your time. You here. Don't bring up in the podcast. <laughs> but this is what this whole segment is about. It's about bringing up these things. I'm joking. Because I was really hoping that you would help me out here. Well, I didn't I, know. That, I normally do, but yeah. Yeah, it was fun watching you just melt away. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so then, what about. Taking it a little bit more literally in Silver Silverado. Silverado. That was a Western, yeah? Kevin Klein. Western? Western. Yeah. Uh, a misfit bunch of friends come together to write the injustices which exist in a small town. Sounds like every Western. Who else? Yeah, exactly. Who met. else was in that movie? Uh, we had Scott Glenn. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Yep. Danny Glover. Okay, pretty good cast. Uh, great cast, yeah. Um, there's a few other people in there. Like John Cleese was in there. Um, Bill Thurman. Kasdans are in there. Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. Oh, and there's a f- oh Brian Dennehy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean we're getting into now people who probably just popped up for a moment. Yeah. Less than cameos. <laughs> Um, Pop, yeah, copped a bullet to the hat. Just, yeah, you said Dog Soldiers. That was a film that came out of nowhere, right? Mm. Have you seen it again since its original? Uh, I haven't. So release? I'm just a bit worried. It's kind of it was a quite it was an independent film at the time. Yeah, and took a massive left turn. Um, it yeah. was essentially a war film, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then it's not. And then it's not. Yeah. Like, like Dust Till Dawn is essentially a road movie until it's not. It's, so, oh, True Blood. Mm-hmm. Lots of, so Silver's used in there a lot, but they, um, there doesn't have to be silver bullets or anything like that mm. to subdue a werewolf or, or I not actually, sorry. No, to subdue that- a vampire, they just have to drape silver over them. Yeah, that's right. And it burns them. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's crazy. So I watched, you know, the first season of that again. Such a great TV series. Yeah, the first season is great. So good. I um, <clears throat> what about um, what about this one? What about the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four Two: The Silver <laughs> Rise of the Silver Surfer? Like we wish it never existed, or oh, it's just very silver. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what we're talking about? I know, no, I just, but I'm saying, like, I just, it was a pretty bad character, wasn't it? Like, from memory? Yeah, this, so this is the Jessica Alba Fantastic Fours. I actually don't mind them. I know they're bad, I get it. Yeah. But they're just very easy, fun watches for me. I like the first one. Mm. The second one's a bit silly. Do you know, um, Fox had a massive, um, standee which had the Silver Surfer coming out like it was actually life size it could have even been bigger than life size yeah and um they offered that to me and <laughs> they said jace do you want it i'm like oh, i would love that it's just, but no. where the freak would i put that <laughs> like it was that big it yeah. would struggle to fit in your garage crazy and yeah. Yeah, how would you get it there and all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah, well, yeah. i guess we pack it up we don't need to talk logistics but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you would have been offered a lot of those things over yeah, time. Yeah, I was. Actually. Well, what are some of the best ones that you either got or were offered? Had a uh, massive uh, kung fu panda, um, like a um, resin. So yeah. it was like 
life size, which in Kung Fu Panda was like a little bit taller than you, for example, yeah. right? And that was mad. Had that. Um, the last one I got offered, I think I told you, was the neon lights of um, Charlize yeah. Theron's uh, last film. Yeah, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And I wanted it for the podcast room. Yeah. And they showed me a picture, but the picture didn't have scale behind it. Yeah. Right? And they kind of gave me some measurements and that I measured it. And when I went to pick it up, because I said, yeah, I'll pick yeah. it up. When I went to pick it up, it was like literally, you guys in um, podcast land won't see what I'm doing here. It was literally like the size of that between these two. Between these two. Um, yeah, right. So it, it's about probably three meters or two and a half meters to three meters in height. Hmm. And about two meters wide. And it was in like a Perspex thing with the neon. It was beautiful. It was awesome, but it was massive. Oh. And the base was huge as well, right? So, yeah. like, I, I thought, well, how the hell am I going to do Where are you going to put yeah, it? Yeah, all that. So I had to say no. And it's lights as well. So, you would ju- it would just be like draining on your en- your energy, mm. <laughs> electricity bills. So, one of, um, I got a lot of good stuff um, given to me, which was nice, lovely, a lot of signatures and blah, blah, blah. There was one thing I didn't get and I was very jealous. My colleague at the time, uh, I had two years off being a buyer and my colleague at the time was obviously still buying and it was around the time that uh, Quentin Tarantino released Inglorious Bastards <laughs> and he came out to Australia and um, he did a Q&A and screened the film and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So my colleague got a leather jacket signed by Quentin and it's got Inglorious. It's an Inglorious Bastards leather jacket. And I was, there's one, that's one thing I'm actually very jealous of. <laughs> is that who I think it is? Yeah. JH? No, 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 no. Oh, right, okay. No. Oh, man, that's that's insane. Yeah, but, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. And he made sure he wore it every time we went out <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> Yeah. Just wait for him to put it down at some point. And I know. Should have. <laughs> Although you're not a dodgy person, so that you know, earth against your thing, but I wouldn't have you know, I wouldn't have questioned you <laughs> <laughs> if you did do it. Um oh man, that's crazy. Well yeah, that's where my mind goes for silver, really. I'm just trying to think of like silver could also go be with coins. Yeah. Uh so money, though, like Wall Street. Wall Street, yeah. yeah. You've got uh Two Face. Flip the coin. Flips the coin. Yeah, that's a good one. Because mm. so, uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays that, and it's not a great character. Batman Forever. Portrayal. So who's better? But it sort of fit into that movie. Is it Dark Dark Knight's Toothface better than than Tom Tommy Lee Jones? Isn't that funny? Toothface? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's it's his hard name? to say. Um, Harvey Dent. Yeah, no, no. Who plays uh, Harvey Dent or Two Face in Dark Knight? Oh yeah, I oh, never remember. Aaron, his name. I keep thinking Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. yeah, Eckhart. Yeah. Um, I just I didn't I wasn't a big fan of what they did to his face. No. No. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, look, I, and I get why people would. I it was just a bit gory for me. Oh, okay. Um, whereas the Tommy Lee Jones. It's just so sensitive. Yeah, I am sometimes. You know, <laughs> uh, the Tommy Lee Jones version fits in with that world. Which I've dressed up world. as a Tommy Lee Jones version. Yeah, man. My guy, that, that's a, uh, yeah. That was a, that worked out really well. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and Sean's writing this down to put it on our social. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and sometimes they do, and this one did. Worked out really well. 
It did. It was so good. Two picture. Yeah, we're going to put that up. That's definitely, that's for sure. For sure. And we're going to ask uh, what are the best dress up pictures that people have. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, what about one of my favorite? This is one of my favorite films, man. Silver Linings Playbook. I love that uh, film. I haven't, I haven't seen it. And I, prob- <gasps> I probably won't ever watch it. Oh, wow. So we're doing Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, and uh, directed by David O. Russell. Why? What? Why? You want me to cry? Wait, Why? Wait. Wait. Who's crying? I'm not crying. You're what? crying. You're crying. Shut up. And I thought I knew a guy. <laughs> no, because I, uh, I don't know. I just, it seemed really boring. That's why I didn't watch it at the beginning. Mm. And then it came out. I still kept the whole boring thing going on. And then I heard from a lot of people that it's really sad and it'll make you cry and make you feel, you know. Uh, and I was at a time in my life where I didn't need that in my life. Sure. So maybe I might be I think you've got to, to go back, bro, it. and you've got to watch this film. You have to. It's like I'm, ta- I'm saying one of the... I don't know. In my opinion, one of the oh, it was, it's like a dramedy. It's your kind of film. Yeah, it's probably in the top ten dramedies, in my opinion. Oh, I'll give it a. I'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. I just wanted to turn it over. All right, I'll watch it. Okay, is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's got all my notes on it. I need that. Um, I think I'm exhausted. Done. Yeah, yeah. That's that's silver done. Hey, all silver away. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us this episode. I just want to remind you that we've got the video store episode recording in just over a week's time. So look out for that one. That's going to be a doozy. An absolute... I hope we're not building her up too much. It's going to be... Well, you know, the thing is, I'm looking forward to it so much. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, and and like Jason said before, you know, if you didn't grow up in a, a world where this was what you did on a Friday, Saturday night, then you know, hopefully we can give a little bit of an insight into that. For those of you who did live through this, live through the heyday of, uh, of the beautiful uh, video stores, then yeah, we're going to try and go behind the scenes and let you know exactly how the stores worked. Um, you know, I've got some wonderful stories about banking um, and <laughs> carrying large amounts of cash and risking my life and <laughs> yeah. all that sort of stuff. They're, they're, they're really uh, interesting things, I believe. Um, and uh, little competitions that we had and, uh, you know, while we're at work and things that we would do, um, much like if you're a Super Troopers fan and see how many times you can say meow. Well, there are other little things uh, <laughs> like that at, um, at Video Easy. Meow. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, meow. <laughs> uh, so look out for that video store episode. Big. Looking forward to it. Um, but if you're listening and you're still here right now, <laughs> pop us an email on uh, Off Topic with the Movie Guys and let us know, is it too early for popcorn at 10 a.m.? What time yes. is too early? <laughs> uh, or just give us a general shout out um, have a chat with us uh, I would love to meet a few more of the meet about that talk to a few more of the fans uh, out there listeners out there just because uh, I'm really interested in what you guys like about the show um, it always... yeah, make sure you uh, subscribe rate review yes. or on iTunes do all that shit too do it because that helps our optimization yes good that's it. Even, even if it's bad, we don't care. That's us. Episode 21. Yeah. Studio 2. Yeah. Signing off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you complete me. 
Uh, <laughs> good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>